1: The Swinging A's are in first place, Julio. Kind of, they're a half game back. We've played more games than than the Astros. But when before we started this pod, I was gonna I was gonna hopefully say that. But who would have thought at any point in time during this season that we the A's would be in any form of first place in the AL West, even though it's only six games in.
0: Well, take it. I've been I've been riding on a high this whole week. I've been talking shit in multiple. Group chats. I've been t- texting multiple Yankee friends and coworkers. You're welcome. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man, it's it's just so great to have baseball back and to actually see the A's being fun right now. It's it's even yeah. more exciting,
1: man. And in in that first series with against the Phillies, I think the what really like was hard to tell how how they were going to play or not was there was definitely a lot of lineup um, moving around and a lot of guys playing different positions. And you could tell that Mark, that Katze was still trying to like figure out what guys roles were, but it it felt like after once the last game of that series came along, you kind of got more of a feel for it. But when I thought we were playing the Rays or when I saw we were playing the Rays, I, I for sure thought we would win maybe one game, but for, to take, to take, uh, uh, fucking three out of three out of four against them that like, that was something that was really impressive. And to see that how consistent the offense was and everything. Oh my God. it was just, it was so much fun to watch. It, it felt very giddy. Oh, it's it's,
0: you feel like a kid again. Like I, there was multiple times throughout this last week where I was like standing watching the game. Just out of like, dude, excitement. Like it's, for it's real. awesome. And that's the thing that we've been preaching for when we knew all this shit was going to be going down with this team. There's always going to be something to fun with this team. There's something always yeah. going to be exciting you're going to get attached to. Even if they rip your heart out, there's always going to be some fun and excitement with the A's. But anyways, Chris, welcome. It's been a few Town weeks. Tailgate. Town tailgate, baby. I'm Julio. That's Chris. It's been uh, so, three weeks? Yeah, roughly three
1: weeks? Uh, yeah, roughly three Last weeks. Last pod was the... The farewell to the Olsons or the Olson the and Mats the Mets and the and, and Bassett, right? Yeah. And then
0: welcome back to the the old guy or the old is new. Who we're going to talk about them a lot in a little bit because yeah, it's one to make things. But yeah, it's great. Oakland A's baseball is back. Baseball is back. We have a lot of talk about. Um, yeah, Chris got the sweater. A lot of history happened in this past week around the game when it comes to. Uh, oh did you screw up too early to hitters making history to gender lines being crossed for the first time uh, yeah. a lot of A's news we're going to talk about the upcoming series make some of our bold predictions on the season but Chris uh first and foremost where you're at and I know the real reason why you're there but what else why else are you there
1: why, why am I in San Francisco oh opening day duh
0: well, I was thought you were going to say Xavier's
1: wedding first,
0: but oh yeah, oh Yay. yeah! Shout
1: out to our buddy Xavier. His wedding is tomorrow. That's, I'm also here for that, but uh, I'm here for opening day. I'm here for Easter. Uh, I am sitting in my sister's kitchen right now um, in San Francisco. She's her brand new house in the Richmond, hey. uh, Richmond district, and uh, it's pretty cool. It's so, who are, you, uh, who, you, who are you going to the game with? Everybody, dude. Uh, Mason, obviously. Me and Mason have our tradition since 2008. This will be our, uh, oh my God, my math is terrible. This will be our 14th right here. 14th. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14,
0: 15, 22. Because you count 08 as one. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. Huh? That's awesome. Okay, 15th straight here. Uh, same um, seats? Ho- Jose and Sierra are going. No. No, we we we've moved around a bunch. Chris Martinez is going and Krista, um Adrese and Jenny are going. I mean like my whole Antioch crew pretty much is going. Hell yeah. Shout out to Chris Martinez, State Farm Agent of Walnut Creek. Like a good neighbor, where's our hats? Yeah, he owes us some swag. Um but yeah, that's what I'm doing here. Um super excited for opening day, especially now the team is relevant. But uh we should hop into the national news first So Let's get that let's get going with that. So um was it on yesterday or was it on uh, – Yeah, uh, yesterday morning. Yesterday. Uh, Clayton Kershaw had a perfect inning through seven innings. And, of course, Dave Roberts pulled him from the game after – I think he had 80 pitches in the game so far. Like, it was pretty low count. Um, so, once again, uh, Dave Roberts pulls one of his pitchers um, with a no-no going um, and, or in a, a quality start in general. Um, this really has lit up Twitter um, by storm. Uh, Jeff Passan tweeted that he, in his eyes, he, he threw a no-hitter. He, he counts it as part of his, uh, his um, accolades. But, I, you know, I, Julio, I have a, I, I've been pretty vocal about the way I feel about how Dave Roberts manages his pitchers. Um, I get the analytics are very in favor of, you know, after the third time through the lineup, your starter should get pulled because that's when he starts to. That's when the batters start to figure him out. Um, but when you have a no hitter going, like you got to just give the guy a shot. Yeah,
0: it, it, this is. It just kind of sucks that we're we're this small into the season before we got some major con- Well, major controversy about yeah how based the game is getting played, how the things are being played, because. I think this is why I'm most looking forward to this conversation, because I thought you are going to be more on the... He should have stayed, whereas I was kind of on the, I get it, side. Because at the same time, Clayton Kershaw was co- totally cool with it. He's like, I would have been awesome. would have been cool. But at the same time, you know, I was had a limited spring training. You can thank the lockout mm-hmm. for that. And you've seen across baseball, nobody was going far into games so far. I think even... I think Cole Irvin went something like six he and got, point. Yeah, he got pulled after like six and a eight, third
1: today. Yeah, yeah.
0: But like across baseball, a lot of guys aren't going more than five innings, maybe six innings, because I think a lot of these guys' are arms aren't in shape. So with someone like Kershaw, who you had a you know was out majority of the year last year, he's 33, 34, around there. Yeah, you would just want to be conservative. You want to keep him up there because the last thing you want is you know guys going up to pushing that high ninety in pitch count and then tweaks the wrong thing on a pitch and that's it. So
1: But it's a fucking no hitter, dude. Like Oh no, oh, I, I I'm mean,
0: sorry. I, it's not no hitter. It's a perfect game. But still a perfect even, game. even
1: more. Like I, I'm sorry. I just I can't wrap my head around that. I understand like the the like medical risks and everything and like how there's been many cases in the past. Tim Linscombe is one of them when he threw that like hundred and fifty pitch no hitter and was hurt like two weeks later and was like out for like six months, not six months, like four months of the season. Like I get it. But dude, I mean, that's a, that's a lifelong dream right there. If I, if I'm, if I'm that pitcher, I'm livid. If he, if he pulls me out, Do Clint Kershaw's a lot more chill than me. I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, and, and we, we talk about this issue with Dave Roberts in the, pl- in the playoffs all the time, how he pulls his pitchers too early in the playoffs. Um, And he, you know, he's kind of like, he's too, he's just, married to the the analytics i i just i don't know i it it all feels relative to me do you think he would have done it if it was say walker bueller rocker uh, bueller or juliorius do you think he still would have pulled him i don't know walker bueller has had kind of some injury issues recently hasn't he in the past couple of years no i think he was relative
0: but but uh, more more so like the if it was one of the young guys do you think he still would have done it
1: like a younger, healthier arm? Is that yeah. kind of the way yeah. you're looking at it? No, I think he does it either way. Okay. I think this is just his managing style. I it, mean, it, it doesn't, it, it, early in the season, yeah, I mean, that's a big part of it, but it's, it, it, he, he never lets his pitchers pitch past like six innings. Like that's his always been his thing because of, because of the numbers against the third time through the lineup. And it's going to be funny once when we talk a little bit about this past week
0: in baseball with the A's specifically because they brought this point up on the broadcast, which is just like, I don't know how sustainable that kind of model of, of baseball is going to be because it's like, well, if you're just going to have your starters consistently going four or five innings, you're going to kill your bullpen. And yeah. then what now? And that you can yeah. only have so many arms there and... Granted, this first month I think it's going to be a little more lenient because they have like expanded rosters because they're kind of treating this as twenty six. Like yeah, because they're kind of treating this as like a a mini spring training more or less because they didn't get the full thing. But it's this is this is going to be a problem going forward. I understand why you did it with this situation, but it's like you can't. This cannot continuously happen. By the but way, didn't
1: the, didn't the, the Nationals prove? two years ago that the game is not a, a bullpen style game anymore that the, the game has evolved like because they rode their three their three starting pitcher, pitchers through that world series even last year
0: yeah the braves rode with uh yeah. with freed and and morton and ian anderson and they just had the last three guys in the back with like with will smith and uh tyler Balsack or what's his name matsick they call him ballsack no, that's his I, nickname, dude. Go. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um like come bucket. Um <laughs> <sighs> Um but it it's just uh, yeah, I I I I don't think I mean I haven't thought of I I haven't seen a a bullpen heavy roster since the Indians, the the yeah, that they were the Indians in, so I could say it. Uh the Indians in 2016. So I don't know. I mean it feels like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be, yeah, it's, I'm hoping this is just
0: a one-off for this Roberts, this is your one time where you can over-Robert yourself from history this season. He did it, and I think they said this is the second time that a pitcher had a perfect game going through seven innings or six innings and they were pulled. And the other time was Rich Hill with Dave Roberts as a manager. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember so. that.
0: I remember Richel was pissed too. Yeah. Yep, no, you... Anyways, on to the next topic. Uh, little known man. Speaking of those Cleveland teams, the artist formerly known as the Indians, the Cleveland Guardians, had their first week of baseball, and uh, they had some absolute history happen.
1: Quick question: Were you offended when Tom Hanks was the the voiceover of the of the Cleveland Guardians like announcement video? Uh, low key, because he's technically from Cleveland. No, he was born in Cleveland. No.
0: What's his connection?
1: I'd have no idea. Is I, was, I thought from? it was very odd that they would pick Tom Hanks to be the 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 voiceover for that when he's an A's fan. Like, why wouldn't you get someone who's like a famous Cleveland person, like a like an infamous Cleveland fan? Um, oh, he studied theater at the Great Lakes
0: Theater Festival in Cleveland, Ohio. But I thought like. Why wouldn't you get like LeBron to do it? Because LeBron's a a Yankees slash Dodgers
1: slash whoever's meaning at the moment fan for baseball. He is. I thought he was. A, I thought he was a. Guardians fan or in was Indians fan. Uh, he was uh, at the World Series two thousand sixteen. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. Um or they could have got Drew Carey,
0: machine gun Kelly.
1: That would have been dope actually. <laughs> Ohio! Anyway, Steve
0: Kwan Steven Kwan, you may have not heard of him at this point last week because he was just a rookie taking um, you know, getting a start a spot with the Guardians, but he has made baseball history. Um he went in his first it followed up Historic Sunday. He went 5-for-5 five five and reached base six times in his third career Major League game. So God through damn. four games, he's reached base 15 times. But here's the craziest part. And then at one point, he had reached base in ninth consecutive at-bats. But the craziest part about this whole entire thing is until yesterday, he had not... Swung and missed on a pitch. Mm-hmm. He'd become the sixth player since 1901 to record a five-hit game within three career games and just the second since World War II. The other person was... Yeah, that's the other person was... I like how that's a stat. Well, yeah, the other person was Yerman Mercedes. So remember last year when he went crazy yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony La Russa pretty much was like... Rrr, 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 you need a catch, and that was it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The other players include... Uh, these are all real names Cecil Travis, Red Macy, Jack Those Dalton, are very
1: old school names, and Judge McCready. So, what? yeah, what, what, what? Uh, it's a quote from The Office where it's like, No one has had this much drama since World War II. I don't know, anyway, it for some reason that's what I thought of. Did we give up when um, the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor? No. Um yeah, I mean that's fucking insane. It's almost it's almost as if like he has a time machine and he can go into the future f- like 5 seconds before to, to see what the pitch is. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like like cuz like the this is like an unreal success rate. Like it's not it it doesn't it feels rigged almost, you know? It's like he he stepped into the team's hot
0: tub and then all of a sudden the hot tub started Swirling him around, and he traveled through time five seconds ahead. Oh, um,
1: Julio, that was terrible. He's the referencing top Time Machine Kids. <laughs> it was a great movie. Great movie. it um, was a great movie.
0: No, but like it's, I think it's a really cool because this obviously they changed their name this last off season. Yeah, um, that a lot of they've gotten a lot of slack this past off season as well because they were also one of the teams who didn't spend much money, if at all. But mm-hmm. guess what they did? They signed Jose Ramirez to extension. to like a five-year extension. to like a pretty good like team-friendly deal, too. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of washed out their mouths out. And then plus, you know, Stephen Kwan just made history and was kind of the talk of baseball in this last week. So it's, it's really awesome, especially as a rookie, to see somebody do that. Yeah. Tip of the cap. Not much else we can say about it, really. No. Well, hopefully you can. The bar's been set. That's all we can say.
1: Um, so some history was made this past week um on the um gender front. Um two specific ones. Um this one was um yesterday. Um Alyssa Nakin N- N- Nakin Nakin. Nakin N- Alyssa a- nakin She's uh <laughs> she she's a coach for the Giants. She um was the first base coach, first ever female um on field coach. Um, in MLB history, so that was pretty cool. And also, um, last Friday, Rachel Balkovic uh, made her um, professional baseball managing debut with the Tampa Bay Tarpons. Um, so some barriers are being broken, Julio. Um, I was lucky enough to interact with Rachel a little bit, and she's awesome, and she's a great. She's going to be a great manager, I think. Um, it's really interesting to look at um, that particular um case because the yankees have decided to entrust this woman with the future of their franchise with these young single a baseball players and yeah um to have someone start out there with that kind of hanging over the shoulders is i don't know i just find that whole aspect of that narrative fascinating but
0: yeah yeah no t- I, it's not just you're going you you became the first woman in like in professional baseball to take a managerial position it's that you're also doing it for the yankees yeah. so it's like this his you know historic the most known american franchise arguably sports franchise
1: mhm
0: like and cowboys
1: right there probably american yeah
0: um and to kind World of take wide, that
1: probably like real madrid and like manchester united up yeah. there
0: too and, but, like, the, the pressure that must be on this woman to kind of, you know, have any sort of success is crazy. But the thing is, I think yeah. majority, mass majority of people in sport and the baseball industry are cheering for her. Everybody yeah. wants her to succeed. Everybody's rooting for her. She took a fucking line drive off the face and was put yeah. back on the field, like, a couple days later, yeah. like it was nothing. Like, she's going to be... It's But you're totally right. She's going to be also... Uh, managing or she is managing Jason Dominguez, who's like the Martian. He's yeah. like the the Yankees' mm-hmm. top prospect. So yeah. I think that would so be, be really outfielder. I think that'd be really cool if their careers kind of start aligning with one another and they kind of go through this together. Um, but yeah, awesome, big things. And then with Alyssa Nakin, it, it was kind of interesting why this happened because the Giants' normal first base coach, uh, Antoine Richardson, got thrown out of the game yeah so she was from what it sounded like she was just like back in the cages with like a couple other guys yeah and they're like hey you're gonna go coach first mm-hmm. so and it's kind of cool like the first place what's
1: that- she what's she a coach what, what's what's she a coach of like uh for for the giants again like what she's uh i'm looking that up right She like assistant hitting coach or something like that
0: yeah, I think she's like
1: an s
0: Here, let me find the exact title. Yeah,
1: she's been around the game for a long time. She's been she's been an assistant coach for a long time.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing about like all these the the you know the two women we just talked about. It's like they're not just like these people who are like yeah we're gonna, like they more know about base they more they know more about baseball than like ninety eight percent ninety nine percent of like the American population or like the, like there's a reason why they're there. Yeah. But their also, oh my God, didn't realize this, Chris.
1: Sac State alumni. Yeah. Yeah. And she's she from She was Woodland. a softball player. She was a softball player at, at Sac State. And she's from Woodland.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Shout yeah. out to... Uh, Stingers up. Uh, Corey McLaughlin. His mom lived in Woodland, if I remember right. I don't Early know.
1: Late 2000s. Yeah. I think so, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Anyways, uh, besides the point, she took the field... Big, you know, a warm ovation for the crowd. And she, you know, Eric Hosmer was the person on first. Shook her hand, uh, congratulated mm-hmm. her. So it's awesome feat. She's the first. She is 1,000% not going to be the last. And I can't wait to see, like, how yeah. this goes from here. And I'm still trying um, to find her exact title.
1: She, she, this is her second year on that staff, I want to say. Um, it... I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. Assistant that. coach. I'm sorry. Assistant hitting coach. Uh, just assistant coach. Uh, okay. If she was back in the cage in the clubhouse and she was probably working on like scouting report for the next for the next inning or some shit like that. Anyway. Okay. Uh, let's move on to A's news. Uh, Julio. Um, we have a f- former Oakland great in Hall of Fame induction. So go ahead. <clears throat> the tip of my invisible
0: cap. <laughs> Sean Anthony Mania. 2016 through 2021. He won 50 career games. <laughs> lost 41 through no hitter. And was easily the most lovable person in the A's clubhouse during his tenure. Sean your gift card to your hypothetical gift card to Drake Drake's car dealership will be shipped to you because you're going to San Diego, where there's a lot of great beer.
1: This one was uh, pretty shocking because they were just so deep into spring training. It was like at this point, you just assume that they there were that they had decided to just hold on to them. You know, like they just had, they gave up on talks. I you know. A lot of people know my opinion who listened to this podcast because I tweeted it. I felt like it was a pretty shit haul. Um for um a very um consistent above average pitcher. But um it was also awkward too cuz they were playing the Padres that game. So he like literally just went from one clubhouse into the other one and just like put on a new uniform and Yeah. Yeah, it
0: was weird. It with was his weird. with this green glove still. Yeah. Too.
1: Just... Like it was a, I think it was a home game for the A's too. It was at Ho-Ho-Com. So it was like, he came, he came in like he, like, cause he got traded like during like warmups. So like he came in, like was in the clubhouse hanging out was like, yeah, was like getting ready to go out in the field and, and do warmups. And then they was like, Oh, well you have to go in the other dugout now. Like, and then he pitched that game. Like, it, I don't know. It was just really weird. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And you know what?
0: I think this, uh, I know you're pretty high on the, the Padres, uh rotation because now you're a big mike clevenger guy yeah now they just one through four is pretty damn good with you darvish yeah. mania joe musgrove mike clevenger and now their fifth hole you're pretty much it's probably going to be mckenzie gore i know they have a couple other guys who are kind of shuffling in and out but uh um, yeah oh that oh blake snell but he's hurt yeah. um so we'll see but for the a's yeah their return was pretty minimal uh, they also gave up Aaron Holiday, who was a right-handed pitcher,
1: and Not then the they received player. yeah,
0: <laughs> and then they received Adrian Martinez, and uh, who was a right-handed pitcher as well, and Urebel Angeles, a teenage infielder. They's well, that's re- what
1: that's what I don't get. Like we we have all we have in our farm system is infielders. Like why are we getting more? If anything, we need pitching. Like why didn't they trade for pitchers? Yeah, that's re- the, that's the biggest thing that was bugging me.
0: Yeah, they they really love their infielders right now. I don't know why you're just going to keep adding a surplus. It's kind of yeah. like when they're just getting a bunch of catchers. You're like, yeah. "Why why do we have so like ob- like catchers are different cuz it just seems like one of those guys could just fall apart at any moment cuz that's mm. just the nature of being a catcher, but it's just like the infields probably our strength right now, especially seeing how Zach Galloff performed in the spring you know
1: a lot of high expectations for Max Muncy it's like but you know why yep and like with how good of a spring that that uh Nick Allen just had too that should make you feel pretty good about the future of of your infield like i don't know why you would stock up more and try to get more safety nets i don't know it it, it i don't i didn't understand it at all
0: so martinez he'll probably being the bigs at some point this year, he's twenty five. He's yeah. Uh, he actually had a pretty decent year last year between double AA and AAA. He Had a three point three eight ERA. Uh, he had a two point nine strikeout to walk rate. One hundred twenty five innings. Uh, the big thing is he's got like a pretty solid fat or changeup. It's just uh, the command, and breaking ball issues where it's kind of fell off. And yeah. the thing is, the Padres are known for at least the last few years. It's changed a lot because of so many trades they've done of the stellar farm system mm. and the fact that they couldn't make any rumblings and try to take a, like a little chink off the armor. That is the Padres farm with these two trades. That's the thing i bum- I bummed about. Yeah. That I'm being kidding. said, if you want to play devil's advocate here, uh, Sean's going to be 31. He's had a history of shoulder issues. Um, you know, he's kind of has a, a, volatile away like record there's a reason why when we have these important you know winner take all wild card oh when they have the wild card game in 2018 oh no he was hurt my bad i'm sorry but yeah, there's a hurt. reason why when he would go to certain stadiums we'd be like "Shaw's gonna get lit up yeah and when he'd go when we go to yankee stadium fenway whatever because he just can't hit pitch in those parks so you know who knows I think we're all obviously going to be rooting for him. We're going to be watching him as many starts we can with him and, and Boma out there. It's going to be weird.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll see. But you know what? The past in the past to talk about this goddamn current Ace team, which includes uh, somebody who Ace fandom just really despised this guy. Anytime you mention his name on Ace Twitter, you're going to get at least five people being like, "I he needs to go absolutely hate him. Why well, oh, is that?
1: Um, he, did, he, isn't he like he's just this is Sky Bolt we're talking about? Yeah. Is it, it? wasn't it something like people Ace Twitter went down like a deep dive on his, his Twitter and like found some like not great things or something. Yeah.
0: Like? Yeah. So, well, the reason oh, the reason why we're talking about him, he got sent to the IL. He was going to be on this uh, the big league roster to start the season. Um, Adam Kaleric was called up, and he actually had, like a pretty good outing the other day. So, yeah, awesome to see him kind of getting things together. But uh,
1: I think it's a also Adam Kolarek was a big part of that. That um was like kind of the main piece of that trade. Sheldon ball.
0: Noisy and who's the other guy in that trade?
1: Yeah, who the fuck was the other person? I'm totally blanking. But yeah, he was supposed to be a bit uh, like a key part of our our bullpen last year, and he completely just fell apart. So yep. hopefully, you can get it back. Sorry. Go ahead. That,
0: uh, I think it's a combination of yeah, one the very uh, alt right liked tweets and yeah tweets from him. That got a lot of fans upset, especially in the Oakland East Bay. You know, a lot of people don't tolerate that shit, so that's one. But two, the guy's like a 300-hitter in Vegas, constantly tears it up, and he's never figured it out in Oakland. He's been called up so many times, time and time again. He's just not – it's not translating.
1: Uh, Do you think it's kind of counterproductive that our AAA stadium is a hitter's park and our – Major league stadiums, a, yes. A pitcher's park, absolutely. Yeah,
0: because like even because we we get kind of like gunshots. I know shy. Melissa
1: was saying that like it, it gets a lot of confidence for those guys, but I don't I don't know if that's a good thing. You know, it gives them confidence though. Is their
0: coaching there? And guess who's a new hated coach? We got to take a few minutes. I know if Jason Burke listens to this, he's going to be high on this. Motherfucking Tommy Average mm-hmm. in his first week as the hitting coach. Holy shit. Oh, like, night and day. It's only been a week. I don't want to get ourselves excited. The A's led our leading Major League Baseball in batting average with runners on in scoring position. Mm-hmm. The freaking A's, who have been terrible for the last few years with that, or middle of the pack. And... I, I wrote in our show notes, I'm just going to call him Big Dick Tommy Average. Yeah.
1: Holy crap, man. He, it's like leaps and bounds difference from what Darren Bush was doing. Like it's, it's, it's fucking wild. And also like, I, you know, we, I tweeted out, you know, that, um, the comment, it was actually, you said it, but I, I stole your, I stole it and tweeted it. The, how Mark Hotsay is going to be like the Steve Kerr of, of, uh, baseball this year with a different lineup every day, but it's working like all he's like really being creative in the way that he puts together these guys and, and who he, who bats them, um, next to and. It it God like they just like they just feed off of each other when when guys are in scoring position. And
0: I it, to kind of deep dive, they play a lot like the Rays, where the Rays yeah. don't really have and there's no everyday guys. That ever, I think Wander Franco is going to be the, the exception going forward now. But in terms of everywhere else on the field, there is no guy who is there every game who's going to be playing every even Kevin Kiermaier.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's I, like a I, platinum for, glover, but I think you meant for us. I was gonna say, I mean, Tony Kemp's gonna play every day,
0: and except he wasn't like that yesterday. Sheldon Noisy was at second, and then there's gonna be some days oh, where Jed's yeah, gonna be playing I second. I think the one, I think the one every day guys probably gonna be Elvis. Yeah. Until the wheels fall off, and knock on wood, but even like yeah. Murph DH today with Austin Allen behind the plate, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure Stephen Volks gonna be behind the plate some games but it's really cool like they're it sounds like they're kind of really leaning into that you know next man up mentality and it's it's let's see if it works and i think a big part of that like tommy average having familiarity with a lot of these guys too helps out a lot where he's been around dudes like sheldon noisy and and seth brown for time for years now probably so a lot of familiarity there so i He's got to give him his two cents. His last minute addition I put in the show notes, but he one thousand percent deserves it. Man,
1: he's killing it, dude. Yeah, he and he deserves the credit. I mean, him, him and Kotsay deserve Kotsi deserves some credit for his tr- strategic batting order. But like, yeah, Tommy Everage one thousand percent. And it looked rough that first game, or no, that second game when they only scored one run. It was like, oh shit, it's gonna be like this. And then there, every game since then, it's been at minimum four runs a game. Like, they're
0: they're still a lot of the old problems with kind of the old guard like yeah uh chad pender still striking out too much i i i felt like he's very he's a lot of that old mentality of what kind of um what either if it was Mell, if it was darren bush kind of having that philosophy but it's a it's yeah. a long season we're first weekend we're just excited to give us the credit Uh, The A's have finally righted some wrongs. If you didn't see in this past week, uh, a fan asked Dave Stewart on Twitter, hey, what's going on with your uh, jersey retirement? This was supposed to happen in 2020. It fell off. And he pretty much told the truth. He's like, I don't know shit about it. It He didn't say that. He's a lot more articulate than that. Um, But he's like kind of fell off the track and nothing's happened since then. Uh, Of course, you don't disrespect Stu like that. So A's Twitter caught on fire. I'm sure Dave Cavill's mentions were blowing up like they have a lot this last week. which has been pretty funny. So uh, A's actually have announced three events happening this season. Uh, One will be at... The dates are still kind of to be determined. But uh, Dave Stewart retirement ceremony... Or jersey retirement ceremony is happening. His jerseys. the number 34, will be up in the stands. It's going to be awesome. Uh, The fiftieth uh, anniversary of the nineteen seventy two Oakland A's. That's gonna be awesome to have there. And then uh if you want to feel old, it's the twentieth anniversary of the two thousand two uh uh twenty game streak. one streak A's so cool are you gonna try and make some I say we'll make a
1: at least one yeah. of these will be great. Absolutely. I wonder if my parents will go to the Jersey because my uh my mom like loves Dave Stewart. Is that her
0: favorite her favorite player?
1: Uh no, I think Ricky's her favorite player, but he's up there.
0: I'm gonna I need to ask my my I think my my dad's favorite was Ricky too. My mom's was Dennis Sackersley because she had <laughs> the hots for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all.
0: Yeah. Did you see the hair at that mustache? Those right? stashes. So the other thing we then to kinda of go back to more of the baseball talk or this talk on the field, uh to go a little bit more on that kind of the switching things up the team uh, the experiment at first base it's kind of been a little bit of everywhere so it's been a first base by committee this past week uh, Seth Brown was getting majority of the starts but then we had Billy McKinney was in there Sheldon Noisy Stephen Voke was, wasn't was starting but he was coming in as like a whenever they get a pinch hitter and he'd take over at first and then uh, Jed Lowry had his first career start uh, was that today or yesterday at first um, do, it, it, now we're just going to see our first impressions obviously it's been a week I don't think there's really been any stellar plays per se. You don't
1: think someone's running away with the with the race again, Little? No, it I feel like Seth Brown's been the best though. He, especially with his bat.
0: Yeah, it's especially when um just from watching the game to seeing them hit the crap out of the ball. Once Ramones comes back, Ramones gonna be playing every day in right field. Yeah. And then Pache and then Pender and left, so it's like I think this is this is Seth Brown's job to lose, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that he's doing a pretty good job right now. I mean, every time McKinney just is—I see him in a box score I, or on a line in the lineup or run out the field, I just want to shoot myself in the head. Uh, that dude drives me. In, I don't understand why he's on this team anyway. Um, but like I've been pushing for weeks, Sheldon Noisy. I think I feel like he's the best option for first place. Sheldon Noisy has heavy Max Muncie and energy. Everything about him, everything about his situation, where he played, every it, he just has he just has like a Max Muncy type of feel written all over it. hits it hits the ball out the park really well. His underrated, um, um, good defender, you know, was DFA'd, played for the Dodgers. See what I'm saying here? See what, see what I'm going for, it, Julio? I think he could be a Max Muncy level type of, type of guy.
0: I, I I love it, and then we also have to remember. Um, Eric Thames is still just getting his reps in the minors. So that's yeah. going to be another potential guy who can come up and take that position. But, um, yeah, it, it's a lot of flexibility. Nobody's really stood out. I don't think we've really seen enough of what – of Jed. I was most intrigued by Jed because yeah, he's, been a goal, he's been a career gold glove caliber second baseman. So I'm mm-hmm. sure there's going to be some – translation there even if you know he's not your prototypical tall first baseman guy but i think what we've seen over the last few years is you don't need to be that guy you just got to be athletic like look at yeah luke voigt wasn't the the biggest dude but he's dude's got hamstring stretches for days where he can pretty mm-hmm. much catch anything and him as g-man Choi.
1: so I lowry's think this is, played every single infield position i just realized that would he play third you remember uh, as he played third. Remember when when the Mets like stole him from us? He he was their third baseman before That's he got right. hurt. Yeah, I forgot about that. <clears throat> yeah, when yeah, he signed it's... that when he signed that big contract, they they wanted him there to play third to play third because they had um what's his face, um, Rosario?
0: Yes, Eddie Rosario. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But let's see. I think this is definitely probably going to at least over the next month. This is going to be the most intriguing storyline. Is just like, will there be a an everyday first baseman out of this, or are we just going to see this committee? And then I think for you, it's just
1: going to be like, is
0: Bill McKinney actually going to be on this roster?
1: Yeah, I, I the the committee is working for now. Like I'm good with it as long as McKinney's not part of it. <laughs>
0: And then last but not least, uh, Sean Murphy's ass is now the most famous ass in baseball. Yeah.
1: a lot got of... nailed by one, and it just bounced right off.
0: A lot of... Uh, Twitter loved that. Interesting videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of TikTok sounds over it that... Uh, do what you will. I think the, the funniest thing that happened out of it was... Um, uh, John Boy Media tweeted out the video, and Grinders Grinders Twitter account replied, <laughs> saying, "Like a, we just became baseball fans." So he he was pretty, and uh, I don't have the quote in front of me, but Sean was pretty funny about it. He was just like, you know, I could hit like four grand slams in a game, but it's it, but like this is the thing that's gonna be mm-hmm. <laughs> that's gonna make me go famous. And the best part is, everybody else was just giving him shit for it. Yeah. Uh, Tony Kemp retweeted it saying Murph got cakes with two cake <laughs>
1: emojis. Uh, James Caprillion was having a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah. I didn't know James Caprillion was so active on Twitter until this week. I was He's like, he's been, not just this, he's been talking to like, he's been interacting with fans and shit like that a bunch. It's been cool. He's bored, man. Yeah. I need your back, dude. Yeah. It's got to be what it is. Yeah. It's gotta be what it is. Um, all right, uh, Sean, you're not Sean, you're Leo. All right, Leo, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back. We're going to do season predictions as our, uh, main segment, this, this, uh, episode. Um, so stick around and we'll be right back. Okay. All right. So we're going to pick three things, Leo, just three. We'll stick with three. Yeah. There's the three number. Three predictions that we have for the season um, can be anything pretty um, um, open-ended um, uh, exercise, so we won't we won't keep it too specific. Um, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Lead it off, man. All right. So my first one is I've been tweeting about it a lot because Jason Burke post, uh, tweeted this out. He wanted to know what people's um, bold predictions were for the season, and uh, – my main one that I'm sticking to my guns with is uh, Sheldon Noisy will have – I think I'm going to go a little bit lower because he hasn't been playing every day, but I think Sheldon Noisy will have 30 home runs. I've been saying 35, but I don't think it will happen. Uh, Sheldon Noisy will hit more than 30 home runs this season. I am extremely confident with that. That guy, the his big thing coming up through through the farm system when uh, when he was at the A's was that he has just an insane amount of pop. Um Melissa Lockhart used to always tweet like videos of his minor league um, at bats, and he would just crush the shit out of the ball. Um, he's got one already this season, and I, 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 I'm confident. I think that he will. I think that he will do it. And I think he he will win that first base spot too. Julio, that we were talking about before the break?
0: I love it. I think you kept comparing him to Max Muncy, and you yeah. said Max Muncy like three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, I think. It's kind of smart in a way that they're they're kind of picking up their old guys who had been in that organization because it's like, hey, let's you know come back and you learned what you could in that farm system and all that stuff, and you're gonna bring it over here and make yourself a more well-rounded player. So yeah, I I hope I think this team has a lot of potential pop there. So that's awesome. I love that one. My first prediction is. Uh, the ace closer. The ace closer, I think Lou's days are numbered, in my opinion. Yeah. And, uh, either because one, he's going to lose his job, or two, he's mm-hmm. going to get traded. But by season's end.
1: He's just too inconsistent.
0: Yeah. Um, I see Kirby Sneed becoming the full time closer of the Oakland A's. Really? Just from it seeing. Was him-
1: it was a menace today.
0: Who who looked good, dude? Yeah, but just from seeing what he's done in this last week, a lefty closer coming out. I know everybody's yeah. kinda heralding AJ Puck as the guy, but I still think he has that potential to be a, a like a long term starter. Um, but now, what I've seen from this last week, he's outside of that first initial game in Philly, where we just can ignore that for everybody, he's looked really good. And I think there's a there's gonna be at least I can see three guys potentially taking this job, with whether it be Kirby, whether it be Zach Jackson, or you mentioned Jimenez. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I, I'm a big fan of him already. I love the long hair. I love that his name is Kirby, and he's just just I, the amount of memes I can make out of is great. But big fan of his so far, and that's my my first prediction.
1: Yeah, I AJ Puck was I I, I wanted to be AJ Puck too, but I, he just he was terrible this spring. Terrible, and that's just not going to cut it. I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I want, I want him to work out so well, um, or so much, but I just, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I, I don't know if it ever will. Um, okay. Uh, my second one, Dalton Jeffries is is, uh gonna be in the Rookie of the Year conversation. Ooh, love that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he'll win it. I don't want to go quite there, but I think he'll finish top. Top five. He yeah. looked great the yeah. other day too, and he looked great all spring, and he looked great when he came up last year in the bullpen um, after, during the September call ups. And I, I don't. I mean, I don't know why he was so low on the top prospect rankings for the past few years because everything I've seen from him has been lights out.
0: Even last year in his like some of the appearances he made, I remember him being, you know, pretty. It's good. He looked pretty yeah. solid coming out. Whether yeah. if he was like a spot start guy or if he was kind of the long reliever. Which um Dallas and kuiper talking about it today that once Cap comes back, yeah, that I six, mean, you know, that long haul reliever spot is going to look really good, whether it's gonna be um, you know, Adam I know you were giving a lot of shit to Adam Aller the other day, and then I was like, Hey man, this is a starter. This is, this yeah. is a starter. But it's like, yeah, we'll see. There's going to be a lot of options. But Dalton Jeffries, I think, is definitely earning his spot. Especially, knock on wood, if, if Frankie gets traded. But
1: love that. Love that. Well, Rosenthal just de-funk, defunct those rumors today. Good. Good. So, They're stupid. I don't, don't, I don't touch, know if they were ever real or, or not. Frankie.
0: My next prediction, <clears throat> um, it's going to be for our all-star this year. I, I think it's going to be like a one-guy thing Uh, but I'm going on a limb here James Caprillion is going to be our all one our sole all-star this year Hmm. I I think he looked great in stretches last year he's really shown that he's got uh, he's got a lot of you know heart he's got a lot of guts out there he has no fear and he's really starting to come around to look like the guy that they traded for back in 16 um yeah. now the I think the only issue would be okay it's his injury history. He's already starting off the season injured. Is is this going to be a consistent thing? But if I think he can if he can stay healthy, I could see him putting up some really good numbers and it, it this isn't going to be like a a looking down on the A's saying that he's the only like all-star because I think just there's going to be so much talent in the American League this year. It's yeah. going to be hard to see some of these guys overshadowing these other players, um, yeah. but because of the role of baseball, I could see him being the guy.
1: I like it. I dig it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it. I think it depends when he gets when he gets back from his, from his injury. Because like, if it lingers a little bit and he's not back till May, I just don't know if there will be enough sample size for him to be an All Star. But I mean, I, I can't think of anybody else who would take take. You know, take the run away with it from the pack. You know what I mean. And someone yeah, yeah. has to represent us in the All Star Game. So yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. Uh, why am I blanking? Oh, even though um, Elvis Andrews has started off pretty pretty well this season, I still think that uh, I'm sticking to this this um, this prediction. I think Nick Allen will be called up by June and be the starting uh, shortstop by June. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah because I think that I think it's going to fall off the rails a little bit for for Elvis. I, I mean, I hope it doesn't. I hope he keeps going like this. This is great. Like, you know, I I'd, I'd love to be proven wrong on this one. Um and I think that he'll that he'll be involved in a trade. So, we'll for to a, to a team like let's say the Angels who need a shortstop, an experienced um shortstop that's reliable in defense. So, yeah. Nick Allen and he dude, he was god, he was fucking killing it in spring. I just I know. Yeah, I just feel like it's gonna get to a situation where like they will have no choice. Like he's gonna be killing it so much in AAA, where it's like, all right, well he'll he's probably more useful than fucking Billy McKinney is. So <laughs> you know, oh god, you, that, uh,
0: every year I feel like A's fan base has like <clears throat> this their their number one hated player. It's like twenty twenty was Daniel Megden. yeah, and then last year. With Sky Bolt. and then yeah. this year is—it it's, looks like it's becoming Billy McKinney. Poor guy, he's just trying to play some baseball. Well, just do better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know what else to say. Uh,
0: my, what's your last one? My last one. Um, I. I think the A's are going to be in it in terms of competing until the final week of the year.
1: I. So I thought about doing that one too, but I. Thought you would laugh at me, so I didn't do it. No, it's <laughs> this week. This week, it's hard not to feel a little confident and a little and a little like maybe <sighs> you know. Realistically, I think the Blue Jays will bring us back down, will humble us a little bit. But after winning three out of four against the Rays and splitting the series with the Phillies, it's hard not to like so, have a little bit of an ego boost right now.
0: So straight up, we're, uh, we'll. I'm gonna we'll talk about it. Well, first off, if you're listening, we're gonna be. Still doing our season preview. It's going to be a little delayed. Uh, yeah. We've been very busy the last few weeks with our careers. So, sides the point. I'm not as high as on the. Now that I'm actually thought about it a little bit more, and kind of thinking about the rosters, I'm not as high as on the Rays as like I
1: thought it was going to be. Right. Like I looked. Their pitching is kind of like it. I. I it's really falling off their start their rotation
0: no no don't get me they have super talent like jim mcclanahan looks really good Luis patino yeah, looks th- good yes
1: they have young talent but like uh, i don't know i mean
0: they need to rip off the fucking band-aid let them pitch mm-hmm. that's what and that's is going back to what i was saying earlier where the problem is like dude Kevin Cash is going to kill that bullpen. If you're going to keep having McClanahan only, only going four innings or Luis Patino only going four innings or or whoever the start is, and then when Glassnow comes back, they're going to be doing the same thing because he's coming back from Tommy John surgery. Yeah. And then now you have Corey Kluber, who I don't know where he's at the organization. It's just they're thinking too far into it. And mm-hmm. I always expect, like when I was thinking of my initial breakdowns of the East, I'm like, oh yeah, I think they're going to be... You know, I, I, I think they're going to be the wild card and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know because of that. That, that being said, I think the A's, Um, I should have been listening to John. First off, shout out to John Frisch, uh the new host of him and his brother and the host of Locked on Angels, if you hadn't seen yet. Nice. So congrats to those boys. Uh, make sure you listen to them if you want to get some Angels news. Um, but he's been kind of telling us, oh, you guys are going to find a way to, to still win 85 games or win 90 games. And I'm like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody keeps saying that to me, too. Like, when I was like super depressed about the mats, like, yeah, I don't know, man. You guys always seem to be in the playoffs. I don't know how you do it. I'm like, I don't know if that's going to be the case this year. But after this past series, I'm kind of starting. To but look I think about like if Coler were like, about think it. about this. And there's one more playoff spot this year. Yeah. And, one and more that's one playoff the, spot.
0: Exactly. So, especially with how this rotation has done, I think outside of Frankie's first start. And then Allers start the other day. I think the rotation's been really good to start this first week. So... Yeah. I think there's a, a lot of potential. I think they're going to keep us invested all year. I just... Unless they're going to be make a trade. If they're not going to make a trade. No. Then I think they're going to be in until the, the end of the season. Which, honestly, if you would have told me that after all these trades that went down, I'd be satisfied. I'd be, I'd be super okay with that. Yeah. As long as we got the stadium.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. Um, all right. So those are our three season predictions. Um, so let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Um, the upcoming series is, um, blue Jays on, uh, that'll be from Friday to Sunday and next week. And then next week, uh, um, the open. opening day It's opening day. And then it'll be against the, the Orioles. Um, that is Monday through Thursday. So I'll see you all at opening day. I will be there as I am, like as, as we said at the beginning of this, this pod, um, as I have been for the past 15 years. Um, all right. Who's your player of the week? Elvis. Elvis. Wow. Um,
0: <laughs> so I was kind of like a couple of days ago. I remember seeing he was in the two hole like why is elvis hitting two i'm like no he's not not. and then i i saw his his stats i'm like oh uh elvis was like at that point was hitting like over 300 now he's come he's hitting 273 but he's been playing
1: no he's hitting 308 oh shit he had
0: two he had two hits today okay so it's not updated on on the i was looking yahoo sports app but no he's been he's looked great so far in the season. Um, I think he's, his bat's been getting there. I think having his veteran presence has really made a huge impression on this lineup. I think all those guys, the vets there. And, um, I hope this is just the start of a really rejuvenated season. And I know, look, we, we all were talking bad on him last year about, you know, he had a pretty poor year, um, And I I think at the end of the day, he's not that guy. He's been a pretty reliable shortstop his whole career. Um, I hope this is just the start of him making a bounce back season. And I just want to give him his kudos while he's there. So Elvis Andrews, my dude, play of the week. How about you?
1: I, I hear you. I just uh I'm just I guess I'm just I'm so high on Nick Allen. The I'm Nick just, Allen Kool-Aid's getting like, to you, I know, it's hard. I just want I just want the Elvis experiment to be over with. But you know, he's been playing really well. It's hard to be upset. Um mine is Christian Pache. Ooh. He uh, had a imp- inside the park home run today, which is pretty badass. Um and he's killing it. He's hitting three oh four, he's making amazing catches um in the outfield. He had like a, a Willie Mays catch today. Um or like over the over the shoulder. Um, and yeah, he got his first major league home run inside the park home run, but you know, home runs, a home run. Um, so I want to show him some love. So that's my player of the week.
0: Awesome. And now for the essential tool of the week. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, first off, glad you stayed till the end. Appreciate it. New viewers, new listeners. Uh, make sure you get it to a thousand followers on Twitter. We're so close. Um, this is pretty much our, our guy to watch for the week. Right. So, for me, I am looking forward to watching Kevin Smith over the first week. He had his first... He has been struggling big time at the plate this last week. He had his first hit as an Oakland A today. Finally got the monkey off his back. He's going to be heading back to his old stomping grounds of Toronto. Um, I, I could see him really having a, hey, screw you guys for trading me kind of moment, and I hope he can put some digs in. And plus... Um, I'm excited to see him learning how to play in Oakland, especially at third we've had a, a collection of amazing third basements throughout the years because of how friendly yeah. those that foul ground is and I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do there because you know he, the expectations
1: there. So Kevin Smith, you're my guy this week. Uh, mine is uh, gonna be Adam Oler. He just you know he gave up five runs in one inning in the first inning of the game last week. You know, like, if he wants to stay on this major league roster, he's got to do something. He's got a a start coming up this week, and he really needs to kind of prove himself because James Caprillion is probably a couple weeks away from getting back, and, and, you know, the plan seemed like before, like he was going to have this starting spot until – Um. While Cap was nursing his injury, and then he'd move to the bullpen. But I don't even know if you can move him to the bullpen now because he showed that he can't even pitch. Like you know, yeah, I know you 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 think there's more to it. I think that you think he's gonna bounce back, but yeah, I don't know. He's my player to watch cause I want to. I just just to see if he can if he can uh, bounce you know rebound from that. That rough one.
0: Well, he's going to be rebounding in Toronto. So, uh, yeah. Vladimir Guerrero just hit three home runs off of Garrett Cole, off of uh, the Yankees, two off of Garrett Cole. So,
1: yeah. Best of luck, buddy. We'll see, bro. We'll see. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Town Tailgate. Um, tell people to follow us so we can get to thousand followers. Um, see everybody at Opening Day. Come say hey to me if you recognize me. Um, anything else, Julio? First pod of the year. I
0: already finished my my beer, but you know, cheers there for that one. Or the yeah. first regular season pod. Um, no, that's it, man. I'm I'm actually very excited for baseball right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's actually been fun to watch. All right, Julio. Last but not least, let's go Oakland. I'm pointing at my patch on my jacket for the listeners the town tailgate is an independently produced podcast it is written and executive produced by this guy chris madrigal and my partner in crime julio Renoso. it is sound mixed and edited by yours truly social media management and marketing is run by Once again, my partner, Julio Reynoso. And a special thanks and shout-out to my brother, Larry Madrigal, for composing and producing our theme song, as well as graphic designing our album cover and artwork. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Please tune in next week. Please subscribe. And last but not least, as we always say, let's go, Oakland.